Hello, hello. Happy Hi, Freedom Fighters. <laughs> Freedom Fighters, absolutely. Our topic tonight was um, obviously with a bit of an Easter theme is uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> so um, that's what we're going to talk to about tonight. So, um, so yeah, we're going to just uh, make it short and sweet tonight. Um, obviously, everyone's probably on, on their way on holidays and things like that anyway. We know that Easter is a big break for a lot of people. So um, great opportunity to kind of sit back, reflect, and, um, yeah, enjoy family and friends. Absolutely. How's your week been, Stacey? Busy. <laughs> Busy. Busy. Oh, it's, it's about to all finish and have a little bit of a break, which would be nice. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, guys. The topic is don't put your eggs in one basket. So what do we mean by that? And what do we mean by that as being an investor or a savvy investor? So what does it mean is, look, if you look at my portfolio, I've got properties in nearly every state of Australia near capital cities. Right. Why do you do that? Well, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket and you want to diversify your risk. Realistically I mean, as well, you want to make sure you're only following the property clock. and if you, if you do the right research, you'll understand that every state of Australia has a completely different property clock. So, look, we've got some, um, we're going to go into some, a bit of screen stuff. We're going to do a bit of education tonight because that's always a lot of fun. Stacey, um, because I'm working off a laptop because my laptop yep. wasn't working, we've got no internet. Supposedly there's a big Telstra tower somewhere that's gone down near Bribey. So um, we've got no internet. So I had to use... Um, you use someone else's computer and we're, we're, we're getting it done. We're so let's, um, done. you've got my PowerPoint presentation there. Why don't we go into the first page? Can you bring that up on the screen? All right, I am going to bring that up. I'm just working it out here. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed we can get it up there. I am hoping so. Give me, give me a second. If not, second. I'm just going to have to narrate it. I've right? got it. I've got it. Here we go. So let's go first slide. Okay, yep, so put it on see the it nice and yep, clear. We can definitely see it. So put it on slideshow. Excellent. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. So this is our Easter special, guys. So again, why is that? Because you understand here in Australia there is a different property clock for every single state of Australia. So ideally, a novice investor would never buy in a 12 o'clock market. Why? Because that is the peak of the market. It is you don't want to buy far too long to do it again. Far too Correct. long. Absolutely. And also, how much growth are you going to have in an area if you buy in the peak? Peak exactly. goes into a correction mode. Correct. So you're not going to get a lot of equity and a lot of growth when you've bought in the peak market. Ideally, you don't want to be buying in the bottom of the market either because you're at the bottom of the market and you don't know when that's going to move. You don't know how but, long you're going to be sitting down there for. Correct. Absolutely. 100%. So where ideally do you want to buy? You want to buy in a seven o'clock market. Seven would be perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the A-grade investor, seven o'clock. So realistically, with all my properties, they're all over Australia because I bought them at all completely different times and they've all been in all, but all of them I bought in a seven o'clock market. All right. And that's exactly so, what George wants. He wants all of the members to have property in every state at the right time. Correct. Absolutely. And, you know, they say that probably a good 70% of Australians love buying in their own backyard. Oh, and obviously if they're in their backyard, <laughs> why? Familiarity. They want they to drive past it. They want to drive past it and make sure the lawn's been mowed. Yeah. Because I've got six properties. I haven't seen four of them. Yeah. The rest got, 
I've just Google Earth them and got photos from my agent. I mean, I don't care. I, I just want to make sure that my tenants are happy and they're paying their rent and it's positively geared. That's all I care about. So it's a numbers game. Absolutely. So buying in your own backyard doesn't guarantee it's a seven o'clock marker and it also doesn't guarantee it's the right property as well. Yeah, and so it's not necessarily safe either. No, correct. It's, it's more unsafe buying all in one spot in your Absolutely. own backyard. That's it. Absolutely. Buying property, you know, is just if you don't know what you're doing can actually lose your money. So it's really important that, you know, you, you, know, you, you do it properly first time around. Let's get to our second slide. Help me. Fantastic. Okay, guys. So realistically... You want to make sure you do your market research, okay? So if you don't do market research, what is it like? It's like blindfolded. You're blindfolded, okay? And so How some many of people the things, out there don't do this sort of research? They don't. They Google and that's it. Absolutely. Just press the space bar to see if um, my little icons come up. Perfect. So, guys, you need to do at least a minimum of 30 pages of data. Now, before I was doing this, guys, before I was um, a strategy coach, I used to work for all the big car companies, Toyota, Ford, Holden, um, if anyone knows my background. But the reality was I used to actually help understand a dealership's demographics and that would actually help us understand where to do the advertising. So this, is, this, this really hits close to home for me. And I can definitely tell you when I was working for Toyota, if we were just looking at one area and surrounding suburbs, it's about five, six grand worth of data, okay? And uh, the beautiful thing with George is, you know, he makes a lot of money out of property, but he also spends a lot of money on data and actual research. Data. And that's what differentiates George from, from, other, from the market. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the whole idea is, you know, um, you know, it's not a Google search engine. You can't get enough from just going on Google. And, you know, he, he actually has paid data subscriptions. And yeah. the best thing about it for our members is we get access to all of that data. So it's absolutely fantastic. But the things you've got to look for is things like um, average income per household. So, guys, that talks about socioeconomic. Um, what's the next one we've got there? That'll also work We've got your, language, your languages and your religion. A lot of people don't know why we've got to look at that side of things. Well, that just works out. You don't want to be buying in an area where it's... Um, community you know, or based. one nationality because yeah. we want to diversify we want to be living in an area where it's lots of opportunities there and that diversifies the the culture just press the space button um that'll also work out the growth yield i mean guys it dry i can't believe how so many people buy in areas and they don't even know what their growth yield is i mean that's like crazy so what um, is got, growth yield do you want to explain what growth yield actually is? Yeah, so the whole idea is um, it's obviously the growth in the area. Hold on. I need my glasses. You can keep going. I've just got to get okay, my glasses. Okay, okay. And look, the whole idea is, you know, the growth of the area, very important because obviously you want to be only buying in growing areas and that will be based on things like economics, job creation, government spending, uh, yep. population, um, you know, a whole range of different things. So very, very important for the areas. Well, make sure you, you know you're buying in a growing area. Absolutely. Um, we've got family scores. So look, I don't have kids, but I can definitely tell you if I'm buying in an area, I want to make sure I've got the three. I want state level. I want private. I want public. Uh, public and yeah. um, Christian or uh, Catholic schools. Catholic I want to make sure I've got 
um, you know, parklands, bikeways, um, sporting facilities, all that Absolutely. kind of stuff. Because yes. that's going to actually, what's that going to do? That's actually going to help with, um, you know, obviously uh, bringing more families. And area. families, young families, dinks, which is double income, no kids, which means eventually they are going to have families. So they want to kind of get established in that area. Really important to understand the family scores. Yep. We've also community. got community scores. I mean, they're things like, um, you know, uh, where's your local Westfield, Centro, Bunnings. And if Christina's listening, she'll have a laugh at this. You can't you can't go past a good sausage sizzle from a Bunnings. Otherwise, it's a not not a good area. <laughs> and guys, demand supply ratio. So ideally, you don't want to be buying in areas where it's like a big dust bowl. And what I mean by big dust bowl is um, no infrastructure. You've got three thousand people buying at the same time, three thousand people building, and then let's say fifty percent of them are investors. Now, what have you got? What a thousand five hundred people renting in renting. the same area at the same time. That, that's a prime example of too much supply, not enough demand. So right. ideally you want to be buying in areas, you need to know things like stats, like how many mortgages in the area, how many owner-occupiers, really important. So, guys, that's uh, that's only five, which I haven't even gone into much detail, but that's only five areas. If, if you're really serious about buying into an area, you need another 30 slides and you need yep. to be able to decipher, read them, understand them. I mean, look. If you look at George's, yeah, if you look at George's podcasts, I mean, he's been doing podcasts for about five, six years now. He all of his predictions are based on data. I mean, I, I used to call him the Big Bang Sheldon of property. I, I don't know whether he liked that. I don't think he. I don't think he liked that comment. But the reality was, well, <laughs> it's a good thing, though. It's a compliment. It is a good thing, and it's good for our members too that he is a bit of a Big Bang Sheldon because the reality is. He's not talking emotionally. He's talking, talking logically. Logic. And his predictions, if you go back, and if you're not, if you we don't, um, if you haven't listened to George's podcast, I definitely recommend it. It's the um, George's, what was it, George's chat show or something like that? I've forgotten the name of it. Do you know? Uh, of which one? Sorry, the the um, YouTube one. Yeah, there's a YouTube, and then we've got the um, the podcast as well. So. Oh yes. Have we got that? Because we might oh, be able to put that into the um yeah I might bring the it chat. Up. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll get uh, I'll get uh, maybe Alicia or someone watching can put into the if, chat. If Felicia, if someone amazing, any of our staff <laughs> are watching tonight, let's put in the podcast. Because look, honestly, if you go back, every little prediction George has made about the market has totally come true. And it's almost not. It's it's when you say prediction, it's it's very calculated how yep. he does it. It's not a guess. Like a lot of people are guessing, but and they're saying, oh, he's just guessing, so he may be wrong. Well, yeah, maybe, but it's very calculated. Absolutely, hundred so percent. You got it. You got yep. it for sure. So um, let's get into the next slide. Yep. So look. Um, that's just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight um, different areas that you can actually start, you know, getting data from. Yep. There's probably another 30 out there. So yep. you've got to understand that you've got to be really thorough with your research because if you're not doing research in an area about to buy into, guys, you're buying blind. You are. So, yep. again, that's really, really important. Do we have any more slides? We okay. Do. This Let's is go through this. one we know too well. <laughs> we know this like the back of our hand. Back Absolutely. of our hand. <laughs> Fantastic. So, guys, 
there's three most important things you need to know to be an A-grade investor. Number one, you need the right strategy, okay? And that's what all of our members, we actually as coaches will sit down and work out the right strategy based on the individual to get them started into the market, but also having George, the Markowski method. So the strategy is really important. Guys, you've got to make sure you do all that stuff and do your homework and get your systems and strategy set up before you buy a property, very important. We've also got growth. So obviously you wanna make sure you're buying in high growth areas. So um, one thing about George is he sources only the top 100 suburbs in Australia. So there's 16,000, you only wanna be buying in the top 100, very important. Absolutely. And then we've got cash flow. So if you don't have cash flow, you shouldn't be buying it. No. <laughs> you know, look, it depending, you know, like it might end up that you might have a smaller deposit so your property might be slightly negatively geared, but it's not going to last that long. And I no, mean, realistically, is high growth. Anyone, correct. Um, I mean, if anyone's out there now, if you were given an opportunity to get a property that was going to cost you 10 bucks a week, would you do it? Exactly. Now, ideally, yeah. it's negatively geared. However, because as time goes up, the rents go up, the equity goes up, that will eventually turn positive. So we sometimes- say eventually, it's usually quite quickly. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Well, definitely with some of our members in the last year, I can definitely tell you they've had anywhere from 10, 15, 50, up to $90,000 worth of equity. And they've only just, it's the first week of renting it out. So we've had some amazing results through our, with, through our members. Okay, so number one, we need to make sure we are future-proofing our investments. So making sure they're going to be st stacking to the test of time. Number two, we need to protect your empire, guys. Safe you've got to be a safe shelter. as a bomb shelter. Yep, absolutely. Number three, we've got to have the right strategy. So when you're buying a property, you don't want to just be kind of with horses blinkers on or my little lettuce leaves getting in the way. Um, what you want is you want to be able to sit down and go, right, okay, not just thinking about this property, but your second and third and fourth, because that's all right price. from the start. Then you might be able to keep going and getting properties rather than getting stuck. Correct. Because if you have the right strategy and you have that foundation to get started, once you get second, third, fourth properties, it's just a matter of rinse and repeat, putting a property and, and adding it into the original strategy. Absolutely. Okay, number four, circle of safety. Guys, Dream team. Being an investor is not a lone sport. And George talks a lot about this in his videos. You no need right you know, you need the right dream team. I mean, look, Stacey, you're an investor too. I mean, when you started the program, I mean, you're not having to ring around and find the best property manager or no, brokers. It's all done for you. It's good. <laughs> Correct. Absolutely. You what you've got is you've got George's dream team and we get connected to that as members. Number Number five, we've got the top 100. I mentioned that before. What, where, and when to buy. That's really important. Due diligence, guys, you need a cash flow calculator. If you don't do your numbers up front, and what I mean by numbers is things like, um, you know, All your the banks. be in there. Every expense. Every single duty, expense. Conveyances. Building insurance. Yeah, absolutely. We want the banks. We want ins everything, everything covered. You need to crunch the numbers, and you've got to do it before you buy the property. So, that's really important. Number seven, rapid mortgage reduction. Hey, guys, let's beat the banks at their own game. How does that sound? I mean, we don't have the five richest banks in Australia for nothing. Hello. No. They're not there to look after you. They're there to fill their pockets. So 
ideally you want the right system and strategy that we can, you know, pretty much turn, you know, turn a third of your loan into half, if not less, around 10 years. So very important. Tax. Okay, if you don't look at ways to minimise your tax in this country, you should get your little bunny ears red below. Um, very important. So we need to get the you get your head. Look, guys, I'll just go back to the tax. Yeah, we are one of the highest taxing countries in the world. All right, and that's no secret there. And realistically, if you're not getting ways to minimise your tax, you're not playing the game. You got to work yeah. smarter, not harder. Really important. So, um, and plus, the ATO earn enough money. I think we can get a few rebates back here and there. Thank so. you very much. So. <laughs> and then the five times five multiplier effect. So it's actually getting leverage. So the whole idea is, you know, you buy the right property, positively geared in the right area with the right strategy. The then beautiful you're going to be able to you're gonna get exactly. You're going to make money out of that property. And what do you want to do? Pull out the um. I've just equity. Pull out the equity and put it into a new one. Correct. Absolutely. Rinse and repeat. That's what we're about here. Absolutely. Rinse and repeat. So, guys, look, as you can see, that's just not that, that there's a lot involved with being an investor. It really is. Absolutely.